Here's an interesting thing that happens anytime I introduce myself and people ask me what I do. When I tell them that I'm a speaking mentor, usually the response goes something like this. "Ah, I wish I was a speaker. I'm not a good speaker. Speaking is not my thing. I'm just never going to be a public speaker. I find that funny because here's my question. Do you ever have conversations with other people? Do you ever share your thoughts with another person? Do you ever do Instagram stories where you are sharing again something with your audience? Do you ever do Facebook lives? Do you ever do YouTube videos? Do you have a podcast like I do? Do you ever have to do a presentation in front of a boardroom or pitch an idea or do a sales pitch? Do you ever have to talk about your business in front of a group or in front of anybody? All of those things that I just listed, they're what's called public speaking. The problem is that when people don't identify as speakers, they usually think, oh, that's not for me. So what ends up happening, they're not going to spend any time, effort on developing the skill, on elevating their speaking skill. Or they might fall in the other group, which is, you know what? I've been communicating since I've been two, so I'm pretty sure I can wing this. And here's what I can tell you, because I've worked with people in both groups, hundreds of people. And what I can tell you is that in both cases, most people walk away second-guessing themselves, beating themselves up, feeling like they failed and getting their message across. They had all these thoughts and ideas and they forgot to share them. They were rambling. It didn't sound like they thought it should sound. And so they walk away feeling less than. And this is why I am so passionate about teaching people to not only feel confident in their communication, but also competent, meaning having a strategy, knowing what you're doing when you're speaking Because I know how powerful strategic and dynamic communication can be. And so we're going to take the next few minutes and talk about the three major mistakes I see pretty much everyone making when it comes to speaking in public and sharing their message. So don't go anywhere. This is going to be fun. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hey, hey, fabulous. So welcome back to another episode of the Speaking Made Simple podcast. If this is the first time we're meeting, hello, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. My name is Chila Muskin. I am your host a speaker, author, and the creator of the Speaking Made Simple Society. I cannot wait to dive into today's episode. It's going to be so fun. We're going to be talking about the three major mistakes everyone makes when it comes to public speaking. But before we get there, I want you to know that I created a brand spanking new workbook for you. And it's called The Ultimate Speaking Script, How to Craft and Deliver Your Most 
powerful talk by simply answering 10 questions. This is actually a questionnaire that I use when I work with people one-on-one, helping them to create their signature talk. And so when you download this free workbook, if you walk through the questions and you answer those questions, by the end, you're going to have a rough outline for one of your best talks ever, I promise you. So all you have to do is download the free book. It's amazing. Okay, I know I'm tooting my own horn, but I actually gave it to my friend yesterday, Amy, and she looked through it and she said, and you're giving this away for free? Like, this is actually free? I said, yes. I truly want to give you something that's going to be helpful to you. And this is also a workbook that you could literally, in 20 minutes, create a rough outline for your presentation or any talk. This goes for introducing yourself at a networking event if you have a minute to talk. Or maybe you want to do an Instagram video, a reel, and you want to know how to get people's attention, how to share your message, and how to have a call to action. These are the 10 things I want you to think about, the questions I want you to ask yourself before any time you open your mouth. So go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash script, speakingmadesimple.co forward slash script. I promise you this is going to be extremely helpful. Okay, getting back to today's topic, the three major mistakes everyone makes when it comes to speaking in public. The number one thing I see so many people not even thinking about this when they are preparing for a presentation or for a talk is focus, meaning objective. What is the objective of your talk? What is the takeaway, the single focused takeaway you want your audience to have once they finished listening to you? Every talk needs an objective, a singular focus. Do you know what yours is? Do you take the time to sit down and write down in one sentence what you want your audience to walk away with or say after they have sat through listening to you? According to research, more than 70% of people, after leaving a presentation, after they were asked, what the presentation was about, more than 70% of people did not know the answer to that question. They could not articulate knowing what they just heard. So you've got to be able to express the objective or the controlling idea of your talk in one sentence. If you do not know how to explain it in a sentence, you yourself don't understand it enough yet. So I always tell my clients, whenever we start working on a presentation, and maybe you are one of those clients listening to me, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, we always start with the objective. We always start with the end in mind. This is the one idea I want my audience to walk away with after listening to me speak. So give yourself and your audience the gift of focus. 
So before you even start an Instagram stories or you create an Instagram reel, maybe it's 30 seconds, maybe it's 60 seconds, 90 seconds. It doesn't matter how long your presentation is. An Instagram story, which are nowadays a minute long, that's a mini presentation right there. And so you always have to think, after I finished speaking for 60 seconds, what do I want my audience to understand? And what action do I want them to take? Am I clear on that? Am I communicating that well? So that's the number one mistake I see people making all the time. Not being clear on what the objective of their talk is. And because they're not clear, their audience is not clear. And we just wasted a bunch of time putting words together that lead nowhere. So we want to make sure that there is a clear controlling idea to everything that we share, every talk that we do. The second mistake I see most people make is not having their opening dialed in. We all know, and I don't have to explain this to you, we live in a distracted world, not only that, but we have messages coming at us at a high speed. We are bombarded with messages. The latest research shows that 35,000 messages a day, but that was more than five years ago. So I bet you today we have even more messages coming at us at a really high speed. So that means, for example, on Instagram, you have about three seconds to grab someone's attention. And not only that, but in that three seconds to convince them to stick around long enough to hear you and what you have to say. Three seconds. That's nothing. That's like, hello, my name is, right? Maybe. (laughs) So if you start your presentation or your talk by, hello, how is everyone doing today? This is going to be great. You already lost half the audience probably. So having an opening that is dialed in, that has a plan, that is punchy, that has a hook to it, and that really grabs people's attention is absolutely crucial. Not only that, but the first part of your presentation, meaning the opening, is the one that sets the tone for the rest of your presentation. This is the part where you are establishing report, where you are showcasing that you are worth listening to. This is where you also develop that trust and where you are conditioning your audience in a way to respond back to you, right? So there is a lot happening in the opening part of any speech and any talk. And most people don't pay much attention to it. And so that's the second mistake I see a lot of people making. It's not putting a lot of thought into the opening. I always tell my clients, I would never want you to memorize your presentation ever. But if there was one part that I would rehearse more than anything over and over and over again to the point where you don't even have to think about it, it would be the first part of your presentation, meaning the first few seconds, the first few sentences. 
And I have been a public speaker for over 20 years now. I have been on stage for over 20 years. And I can tell you that it's usually the first two to five minutes are the most nerve wracking. I mean, I've been on stage for, as I said, over 20 years and I still get nervous. The first two to five minutes of my presentation until I find my groove and until I relax into what I have prepared, I feel jittery and I feel nervous and I have the adrenaline rush and all of those things, right? And this is where having prepared in advance and having rehearsed the opening part over and over again really helps you to show up and shine confidently because what you're doing is you are falling back on muscle memory. So that when the nerves kick in, you don't have to search for the words. You don't get tripped up by not remembering what you're supposed to be saying. But because you've rehearsed it, you know exactly where you're going to stand. You know exactly what you're going to do with your hands. You know exactly what question, what story, what shock and awe statement are you going to open your presentation with. And so it is extremely crucial that you have the opening part of your presentation dialed in because most likely it's the opening and the ending that people are going to remember the most. Yeah, they're going to remember what you have to say in the middle. And that's what we usually work on when we create your presentation is to have the key points that you're sharing interesting enough for people to, for you to be able to keep their attention But most likely, they're going to remember the opening and the ending part the most. And so we want to spend some considerable amount of time on honing those in. So that's the second mistake. And the third mistake that I see a lot of people make is not really leaning into their own style. Standing boldly into who they are. And being or doing the presentation in their genuine style. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about, okay, what do I want to say? What are the words that I want to say? What are the stories that I want to share? How do I want my presentation to flow? Which are all great things. And I do believe that you should have all of those pieces in place. But people hardly ever take the time to think, How do I want to come across? What is my genuine style of how I speak? Am I spicy? Am I sassy? Am I quieter? Am I outgoing? Am I introverted, extroverted? Am I more bold? People don't take the time first to think about it, but also a lot of the times people are afraid to fully let their personality to be seen. And I'm talking to myself here, really, because this was one of my major things. I was always afraid that if I really allowed myself to be fully me, who I truly am, which by the way is quirky, sassy, I'm quite bold actually on stage, a lot bolder than I am many times in real life. But I was holding myself back because I was so afraid that I would come across as arrogant. And sometimes I'm sure I did, but here's, here's what I want you to know. People are going to judge you no matter what. Okay. That's just a reality. Some people will judge you because you're too bold. Some people will judge you because you're not bold enough. 
either way you look at it, there's going to be people in the audience who don't resonate with you or your style, don't resonate with what you have to say, or just plain feel indifferent towards you. There's always going to be a few people who are sitting in the audience, but you are not there for them. You are speaking, you are sharing your message, your story with the one who was feeling discouraged, who was ready to give up, who was feeling alone. But then you showed up with your message, with your style, with your voice, with your experiences, and you share it openly and boldly. And that person sitting in the audience says, ah, this is exactly what I needed to hear. This is exactly the message I needed today in order to give me the hope and the courage to stand up again and keep going. And so I want to encourage you not to make the mistake of shrinking back just because you are afraid of someone criticizing you. Newsflash, they will criticize you no matter what. I love the quote that says, don't kid yourself. You cannot please everybody. You are not Nutella. Or I think there's another one about avocado. (laughs) Which is funny because I'm sure there are people out there who don't like Nutella. And I know for sure there are people out there who don't like avocado, my son being one of them. (laughs) And so just know that that's life. So might as well leave those critical voices behind. Don't pay attention to them. You are here in this moment and time to share your voice and message with the person that needs to hear you. And there's always going to be people who need to hear from you. In fact, the majority of the people who are sitting in the audience, the people who have decided to follow you on social media, they've already raised their hands saying, I think you have something valuable to say. I want to hear your story. I want to learn from you, right? And most of the people who are following you want to hear from you. So show up for that person. Show up for you a year ago from today, right? Show up for her. Be the voice that you needed to hear a year ago. And keep reminding yourself that that's where your uniqueness, your superpower, your magic lies. It's in your story, your voice, your style, how you experience and how you have overcome a lot of pain in your life with your own unique flair. And people need to hear it from you in your unique style. Okay, friend, Those were my three major mistakes that I see when I work with people, I see in my students, and I see in myself. I'm always first preaching to myself. Now, there are definitely a lot more mistakes, and this is where I feel like that the script that I put together, the 10 questions that you should ask of yourself before doing any kind of a talk comes in handy because those are those questions are set up in such a way that it helps you avoid those mistakes and pitfalls um, when you do get a chance to speak in public. And again, let's keep in mind, we do that every single day. Now, whether we care to acknowledge it or not, 
That's a different story. But we speak publicly every single day. And if you are a person who has something to say and you want to say it well, this script is definitely for you. So I want you to go download the ultimate speaking script at speakingmadesimple.co forward slash script. It's a free workbook. And when you walk through these questions, you will have an outline for your next best talk. Okay, friend, I want to thank you for spending your last few minutes with me. I just love, I love hanging out with you. I love talking about this. And I'm so glad that you chose to be here again. I really hope you walk away feeling it was well worth your time. I want to encourage you as always to keep showing up for yourself. Keep showing up for your audience. Your voice, story, and message are unique. They need to be heard. And the world needs that unique thing only you can offer. Okay, friend. Bye for now.